yeah, yeah, yeah. Charot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that? What did we all get that from? Why did Twitch people start doing that? I started doing that. Zion started doing that. The doc. The doc? Is that why I started? Oh, you're right. You're right. That's well, it, originally, called. it was the yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But then a couple of people memed on it and just did the ay ay ay. Yeah, but now it's oh, the ay ay sound. Yeah, because I have that in my <laughs> channel. It's oh, a, do you? Yeah, I've got the ay 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 in my channel and they'll use it. I. Like they can't run it right now because I've turned it off, but you know, right. like it'll just sit there and run. And if I gave them the opportunity, they would just keep running that sound forever. So oh this is gosh. why I've turned it off because the entire podcast would be, ay, 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 just the whole time, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, hey, welcome to the podcast number one, episode 20. Zion, we've made it 20 episodes, man. Can you imagine? How crazy is that? Fast 20. Forward. It's weird, man. Um, but yeah, this is Miss. Uh, do you like to go by Panda? Yeah, Panda. Panda. Okay, cool. So this is Panda, uh, one of the co-owners of the Osiris Gaming. I call it an organization. What would you classify it as? I'd say organization. Yeah, it's organization. probably a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Osiris organization. Luckily, something I've now been a part of, which is great. Savage is in here. What's up, Savage? How's it going? Lilo and Ace is here. Everybody's here. So people from the organization are here as well. But. Um, I, I've actually been a part of the organization now for a little under a month, so I'm brand new to it, but I'm glad that you came on. You're one of the co-owners, founders, creators, what would you classify? I'd say co-owner, co co-founder, um, is probably definitely the, the title that I use co-owner. Right. But, okay. you know, I, I mean, we founded it, I guess. Right. So. That's a fair, guess found. I mean, it wouldn't exist without you two. You right. know what I mean? The other right. one is Mr. Forbet. So I know he <laughs> couldn't be here today. He's got work, unfortunately. But uh, we're glad we can grab you because I've got a million questions. And luckily, hopefully the organization, a lot of people from the organization are here. If they're here, Savage, thank you for that, dude. They, look, the organization showed up already. They got followers. We got viewers. We got hosts coming Savage in. These guys are going crazy. Subscribed. It's going crazy. Um. But yeah, so let's let's start jumping in a little bit. Um, let's start with how you met Mr. Forbet. Where did this kind of go? How did this work? Okay, so um, about well, actually, is probably about two years ago now, close to it. Um, there's another uh, streamer couple since Lilo and Ace are here, right? You know, um, one of our favorite duos right there yeah. um there's another streamer duo uh his and hers live that subscribed. Um, one of my friends biggie who is also in the org uh introduced me to it was like hey you'll probably like them it's duo stream you know you've never seen this whatever so i went over to their stream checked them out and um was just hanging out in their stream was looking for people that played apex on console right and uh mr forbet was one of the uh people that i met we started gaming um, about two years ago, and that's how we met. Yeah. So when did the the idea to... So you just started gaming. So, look, for example, mm -hmm. um, I would say the two people I know the most are Zion and Yinvoked. They came into my stream. Zion, it's been over a year and a half now, right? Uh, I think it's like 15 months. Something or... like that. Yeah, it's it's up there, dude. But so, well, I, I started playing with them we started playing d2 and then we started playing and uh yin came in we started met in d2 Bird but same thing we kind of like subscribe growed you know we kind of grew as a friendship yeah. from there we just kind of mm -hmm. kept going and then but we never started an organization so where did when did that like 
where did that pivot? Like you were playing together and then you're like, hey, uh-huh. we should we should do something about this. Well, we um I guess it's kind of a weird way that it happened. So, um, Forbet, I, I at the time wasn't streaming, um, and Forbet was streaming, was actually a part of a different organization, okay. and decided he was like, hey, I want to run some tournaments for fun, just, you know, okay. for my community, uh, 2v2 gunfight, back when uh, that was out in Modern Warfare, which I guess it's still there, but... Um, when it first started and was like, hey, I want to run these 2v2 gunfight tournaments. Okay. Yeah, the, the, how they flushed those out initially were incredible because yes. they would literally bring in, you could have, what was it, like eight teams of two? Oh, mm-hmm. you would, yeah. It would it would do a yeah. bracket on either side. You'd have four teams mm-hmm. to start and four teams Ooh. to start. It would yeah. literally show you in a bracket style hosted tournament, it would queue you until you had, what, 18 or eight teams times two, so 16 people. So mm-hmm. you'd have... 16 people in a queue, all duos or sometimes singles paired with other singles. Right. You would spot, you would like get into the bracket style. It would show, okay, you have this much time till your round starts. And then say you win your round 6 0, mm-hmm. you have to wait for the other team to finish their match. And then round two will start. Oh. And you'll, liter- you'll literally see they have their like 3 2, 3 3, 4 3, mm-hmm. 4 4. Uh, so you got to like, all the way up. You can yeah. see how much time was left in between each round. So you could know, like, oh, these guys are just railing this other team. Or right. these guys are brawling out until the very, they go to round 11. Right. It was epic. That sounds And crazy. the nice thing that Modern Warfare did is, for that, is they gave rewards if you played in the, their tournament style or whatever. I have okay. the Deagle from the first one. Yeah, so you had to, and if you lost, you would have to queue up and start over again. Oh, uh, so it's kind of like Trials <laughs> so of Cyrus a You would, bit. You would yeah. get like a emblem, <clears throat> like the calling card thing, and then you would get, uh, there was a Deagle skin called like the Royalty, mm-hmm. and it was this gold, like gold trim lined on the rail uh, Deagle, and then the rest of it had like a wooden handle, and it looked clean. That was really nice. So you guys met so- up, you started kind of like mm-hmm. one to run those tournaments for yourself right okay so we ran that and then we uh dabbled in like s and d because like my background in gaming is in call of duty i um i've always played call of duty i was very into you know back then it was cwl and before that mlg mm-hmm. you know like that kind of stuff i played a lot in college competitive um like s and d tournaments wagers stuff like that oh, shit. So that's so, where my background was. Oh, we're coming back to that you just do competitive <laughs> shit it was okay. a long we're, time ago we're coming back but, to that all right um, that's what I enjoyed uh, the most. And then, um, so we we did that for a while. 2v2s got pretty big. We were, we were sitting at about, you know, 32, 35 teams, mm-hmm. uh, a tournament. And then Warzone came out. Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, well, this is a no-brainer. Let's hit these Warzone tournaments. We did that for a little while. And then um, we decided, hey... You know, wouldn't it be cool one day to, you know, have our own organization? Right. You know, for, you know, whatever reason. I don't know. We just like, the, not to speak badly about other orgs, but he was in another org and um, he was like, you know, I would love to do this. I would love to do this, but, you know, I can't, you know, it's not my organization. Yeah. All this stuff. And I was like, yeah. well, you know, you could, you could run your own. Like, yeah. imagine if you had your own org. And he was like, yeah that could be cool if eventually down the road right you know and so 
we joked around about it for probably six months. Mm -hmm. uh, we had been talking about it. Then um, we, I can't, I couldn't even pinpoint the moment, but we were talking one day about tournaments and things like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, we could always start an organization and have like a a team for challengers for Call of Duty for C, uh, CDL, like okay. the challengers. You know, I was like, it's competitive, but it would be interesting, you know, to see how that goes. Right, right. So we decided, you know, that was something we discussed, you know, probably for 2021, honestly, is what we had talked about. But we uh, got this opportunity with um, actually Strider Native. Hey, shout out to Strider. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Strider um, to bring on a challengers team for uh cdl for last year okay and we were like you know what maybe this is something we need to do i mean i love competitive call of duty it's something that i love and so we just one day we're like let's do it so osiris originally was created for competitive esports mm. it was not originally meant for um content creation right we wanted we wanted to focus on competitive side so we signed a call of duty team and we signed an apex team okay and um we started entering them and stuff left and right all 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 sorts of things like twitter leagues tournaments all sorts of stuff and then covid really really hit yes and um that took out the LAN options, which for a lot of organizations, that's 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 your thing. I mean, like even if you, like our our team did very well, um, we were lucky. They were one of the top teams in every league they were in. Right, they're very good. The game itself wasn't um, the best competitive Call of Duty to ever exist. Yes, um, as most people will say. Um, and so the fact that LAN was taken off the table kind of made us have to refocus. Okay. Where we wanted to go. I could see that. Um, and we had a long talk with Strider about his, um, like what he wanted to do. Cause he was the main person that we brought on in the beginning with right. Strider. And, um, he said, you know, I think, I think I'd like to look at content creation. He's like, if you guys don't want to do content creation, then I understand, you know, all the stuff. And so we kind of, uh, Forbet and I kind of had a discussion about what we wanted to do, where we wanted to go. And we decided, you know what? Maybe content creation is the avenue we'd like to take. I mean, we were planning on waiting a little bit longer, getting our comp side up and running right. as its like own separate entity and then going into content creation. But uh, we, we changed our minds and completely flipped. Yeah. Um, around the time that I started streaming, so around the late late summer early fall last year is when we mm, uh, i got you of last year yeah <clears throat> so things uh escalated pretty quickly from there yeah i, I can tell we got our we got our llc in july i think or june okay and then um now here we are here we are <laughs> i mean i think uh you hit on a couple big points i think covid makes every made everybody pivot in one way mm -hmm. shape or form and it yeah. seems like you guys already had the idea of content creation, but you, I can understand from a, like a business standpoint, really focusing your efforts on one thing, getting really good at that one thing. But then right when you're about to pull the trigger on that, 
you know, if, you know, you get a, a a stick in the the spoke. You know what I mean? With yeah, COVID, it just kind exactly. of stops you in your your tracks, man. Well, it's cool that you guys have pivoted, and it's it's been interesting. I, I'm gonna um, <clears throat> I'll tell the story because it's it's pretty interesting. It's kind of similar to what Mr. Forbet was doing. Um, I don't have a competitive background. My background has been just mostly in Halo, um, small competitive stuff here and there, but nothing. Ma I never did anything major. Um, and then my focus really, like for the past couple of years has been really just content creation and just making people have fun. So when you guys told me I was going to be joining, I was like, huh? What? What? I don't do anything. I was like, I don't do anything competitive, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, right. I make memes on the internet. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're going to have me on? Like, what is this about? But it's kind of cool how, like, I was a part of this other group that was called MDG. And I'm going to shout them out because I loved the way they started. I met a lot of great people. They're called Most Dope Gamers. They're like a, a Discord channel. And they were kind of like this amalgamation of all these different content creators and all these different games. And then just like a lot of things, it morphed into like a follow for follow. Mm. There was no, it was like this, like streamers would join just to like not watch your content, but try and get more followers. And I was like, I'm out and like, you know, I'm here for content creation. I'm here to just share some cool stuff I'm making. I'm here just to just network and just watch other people. Like I met a couple of great friends like Travada, um, uh, shout out to Travada. She's, she plays Sea of, sea of Thieves. We've had her on the podcast before, but I met her through there and she shares the same sentiment where she actually branched off and made her own discord. And I think that's kind of natural. I mean, if if mm -hmm. you join something that doesn't fit your <laughs> niche or what you're trying to do with your career, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your hobby, it's your career, it's it's your streaming career, it's what you want from it. So it is what it is, man. Um, right. So we got to go back. What you're in, were you in competitions? Were you making money? Like, come on. I mean, it was spilling uh, beans. It wasn't anything like super serious. I was, I was still in college okay. uh, at the time. So I, this was like, I want to say Black Ops 2 was the timeline. So um, GBs. Yeah, I played a couple GBs. Wasn't my favorite. I um, I played a lot of like random S&D uh, tournaments and stuff. I was never it was never my favorite. I did it because I had a lot of friends that did the same. And um, I was actually really, really good at Call of Duty back then. I mean, I'm pretty good now, but at nothing like then. I mean, that was right. probably like, you know, when they say you hate your peak, that was my peak. <laughs> I know that feeling. Now I just play for fun. <laughs> I could not do competitive uh, now. Right. Anyway. So why the that. competitive scene? Like I'm always interested, I think, to people who are hyper competitive. Like mm -hmm. I, cause I used to, I used to be very hyper competitive, especially back in Halo three days. And I've talked about this way mm -hmm. too much again, like my co-host, Mr. Zion knows like I'm 31 years old. So I'm older. I've been gaming forever, man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and this back man can still drop 25 plus kills wearing that helmet in the background and smoke everybody in the I lobby. I mean, I've been playing Hell nonstop yeah. for 25 <laughs> years, so I can still, sh I can still shred, but nowhere near like the <sighs> amount of time and effort and hours, just pure hours I put into the game. Mm -hmm. I don't have that anymore. My my focus is now switched to like, I stream less and make, I spend more time off stream making videos than I do anything else. Like it's just natural. Right. Um, but I get that that same drive. Like what in Call of Duty, what drove you to Call of Duty? Why Call of Duty? Why not like, uh, like a BR or why not a, uh, why not like 
I don't know, StarCraft. You know what I'm saying? Like, why Call of Duty? Why first-person shooters for you? I mean, I think I, um... That's probably because of just situational stuff. I mean, honestly, like, when I was in college, everyone was playing Call of Duty or Halo. Yeah. I mean, that was the height of the Halo stuff, too, you know? And so... True. Um... I, I remember very distinctly in my freshman year college dorm having Halo LAN parties. I mean, like, we, we just have wires connecting everyone together at their rooms for, like, Halo LAN stuff. I mean, yep. like, that's, I think it just had to do with the time period um, more than anything. I mean, there wasn't a ton of um, BRs, wasn't really a thing yet. I mean, yeah, there was, like, H1Z1, stuff like that, but there wasn't really a... There wasn't really anything out there like that. I mean, the first video game I think I ever played, other than like probably like Mario or like Spyro or something like that, was probably Call of Duty. Right. So that it may have just been a natural progression, and then I've just pretty much stuck with it. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those things. I mean, every other year, every two years, a new one comes out. You know. Yeah. And you asked so. why not VR <clears throat> back in like the Black Ops Two mw3 days there wasn't brs yeah they had yeah. the h1 yet she said the same yeah, thing like h1n1 H1. i think or daisy yeah. i think daisy yeah and, uh, that was it that was <laughs> h1 and then PUBG, but that was yeah. like, I'll say PUBG. like 2016 yeah. yeah that was an early access until 2016 you're right yeah so i mean right. but back then for example well i guess what i'm saying is back then for esports uh halo leagues were giant uh starcraft leagues were giant league of legends and dota 2 were already solidifying themselves at the time right. and growing um so just interesting that you chose because black ops has a weird to me black ops has always had this weird competitive scene where they have a very cdl's high, had its moments yeah it, yeah it has a very high skill gap so i understand the competitive aspect of the game because it does have a good skill gap you have to be good and it's very twitchy so it's very fast-paced mm-hmm. and so you have to know your shots you have to know your corner <clears> so it has the 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 gunplay element but it never got the traction I feel like it deserved. And I don't know if that's... I don't, what do you think the reasoning is because of that? Or maybe I'm crazy. I, I play Halo, so I have no fucking clue. I have uh, no idea. I'm, uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, like, I think when you look back on it now compared to a lot... I mean, obviously nothing like Dota or League or anything like that. But, like, when you look at the competitive side of Call of Duty, it's massive. Mm. Right? I mean... First ever the, esports X Games. Yeah, oh, I mean, you're it, right. I forgot all yeah. about that. So it it has, I think if you know about it, you know about it, even right. though it is a massively large. I mean, I think they said this year they're giving away, I see 11 million is the grand prize this Ooh. year. I mean, so it's, it's going up. But the nice thing about it is the way they have it is they, the one thing that I think they did really well is that they have their challenger series which that i mean it's called challengers now but i mean like their amateur um <clears throat> competitive scene is very very strong mm. um but again call of duty is one of those games that like is massive their following is huge i mean we i talk about this a lot with my um content creators like with even with like warzone um is very saturated yeah you know, it's a saturated market because call of duty is so large and even though everyone complains about it every year the, um it still have, is yeah. huge <laughs> the, so. the ease of use of a cod game versus like a halo where it's four tap headshots versus one tap headshots 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. You feel a lot more comfortable dropping in with the ease of use of a COD versus a Halo. Yeah, the learning curve is very tough on Halo for a lot of players, and it takes a long time. But that's, for some reason, obviously, Halo just built their competitive scene because it was already a well-known, well-established game. It's one of the biggest games ever released right. on Xbox of all time. So, I mean, it's just... Right. It, they were able to transition and i think i think what actually hurt black ops this is probably be a little controversial i think what hurt it is the fact that they dropped new stuff every two years or every year mm -hmm. and a half doing that how you know for example you had halo 3 you, there's you can probably still find halo 3 tournaments today you know what i mean uh oh oh zion you lost zion yeah zion where'd you go Oh no! No! <laughs> Look at his screen, it's I... so blank! <laughs> what has happened? I think you'll find that like a lot of competitive Call of Duty players actually have their background in Halo. Yeah. So like some of the bigger ones would be like, um, Formal was a big one. Um, oh, that kid that won this past year, he was a Halo Pro one. They were saying he was one of two that had won a Halo championship and a Call of Duty championship. So I cannot think of the kids. Name that's okay. Kid. But yeah, that's it's interesting. They moved from Halo. I mean, uh oh. Oh, okay. Now we're all jacked up. All right, give us a second. Let me, let's go ahead. We'll be right back. Hold on. HBO Max in the other room. Oh, okay. Mm. Just remember to. I had a little stream marker to remember to to. I'll I'll cut it out. It'll look great. It'll look great. Never happened. Never happened. Drax, you can put in, you can write custom amount and put a number so you don't have to spam 10 over yeah. and again. Let's see the details. We're going to see him run for the entire minute. We'll see what happens. Whoever gets the most points is just going to win. So, vote with your wallets here. That's basically what's happening. Uh oh. <laughs> Filipina, did you guys clip that uh, lifeline that you choked last night? <gasps> I know yeah. somebody choked, or somebody clipped the, like, half second half of it oh so no. she was in a firefight she knocked this lifeline or some one of her teammates did and uh the lifeline has self-res and gold bag she's fiddling with the door like playing with the lifeline like playing with her food before she eats it the lifeline gets up with purple armor and fights back and knocks filipina and she could have killed it during the self-res filipina <laughs> Oh man, alright, looks like she didn't do it. She wins. She didn't do it. I want to see the clip. It was a Filipina slam desk moment. It was epic. Oh, you were on mouse and key? Then you should have known to just kill her. Yeah, should have known. Alright, uh, since now that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> this anyway. is why I like doing this stuff on Twitch, because you can do it live, you can interact with exactly. chat and stuff like that. If you guys are listening at home, you should come Audio to the only, next... you wouldn't have caught that mess. Exactly, you messed the whole <laughs> thing if you don't watch it on YouTube or not here live, dude. <laughs> Alright, continue. I, I now have forgotten. Well, now yeah, we're you were trying about. to troll, instead you got rolled. <clears throat> exactly. Alright, so let's pivot then. So, I want to go back to a little bit more about Osiris Gaming. Um, give us a little bit of where do you guys see the organization and let's say covid has gone it's out the door like where would you love to see the organization kind of go i mean i think one thing that um and if mr forbat were here i think he would agree um which by the way he sent me a message saying to tell everyone hey and he's sorry he couldn't be here um, hey, Mr. Forbat. <laughs> he uh and i were very intentional about um 
what we want slash expect from our content creators right okay. so when we talk about the future um i think something that we're trying to be pretty intentional about is making sure that we grow at a pace similar to our creators okay so it's kind of like a dual growth interesting kind of method i mean i think you'll find a lot and this is nothing against other organizations at all but a lot of smaller organizations like our size are a little bit bigger um the way that they are created and the way they're run isn't necessarily um beneficial for their creators and that's again mm -hmm. nothing against the way they run things i mean uh, we are a business obviously but making money isn't really at this point at least where we're trying to focus on right. what we're trying to do is um and this is something that i've done for a couple of the creators that um we offer is um a basically it's like a goal setting session right so i sit down um takes like I think I did one with Strider and it took us probably two and a half hours. <clears throat> and it's a very in-depth look at, you know, where you see yourself going as a creator, um, what goals you want to hit. Mm -hmm. And we break it down very in-depth each step, right? Right. So as long as we don't outgrow our creators, um, mm -hmm. which, is something, which is why we've been we've kind of put a hold on recruiting for the moment um, because we don't want to be one of those people that's just like, join, join, join. And yeah. then we have, you know, and 80 creators and then we have nothing to support those people. Like now, if I have someone reach out to me because they need help on something, I have the time to help. Right. Or I have somebody else that can help if they need the help or, you know, stuff like that. So we've been pretty intentional about trying to stay, um, at, even though we want to grow, we still want that feeling of everyone being a family, right? You know, got the, of it's like the Spider-Man effect. It's the friendly mm -hmm. neighborhood Osiris. There you right. go. Yeah, there exactly. you go. That's, that's a good and, way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want we didn't want it to be where um, people got left out, got left behind. Um, and we're very intentional about if you want to grow, we're going to help you. Right. Right. And if you grow as a creator and you outgrow Osiris, that's fine like that that's great for i mean we would love that we would love to help mm. you get to a you know wherever you want to be like a nrg or a tsm whatever say like right. say that were to happen you know like right, that right like we that's the goal i mean we really did this more as a support system type thing right than something i mean like obviously monetization is nice but if we like with forbet and i both being creators i mean as well um you know just knowing how much um people can struggle um or you know everyone runs through these times of losing inspiration or you know just needing a little something extra to yeah. help and that's kind of more what our goal was was to be a family style of we hey sure obviously the org is you know here but like we want to help everyone grow i mean like ieue is kind of the style we've decided to right. take right well i think we had somebody on uh it was chromagon and travada they said something uh it's like all all ships rise with the tide you know what i mean so as the yeah. tide as we grow and it's, it's great that you guys are putting this in perspective too because i think 
I think, and I speak for probably myself, but maybe some other creators who are here as well, that's actually a part of the organization I, who have, maybe they're new to organizations, but I, you know, I got burnt in my last one. And I was very, yes. I, I mean, I think some sounds like Mr. Forbeck got burnt. And it seems like a lot of people who have joined other stuff get burnt because mm -hmm. either one of two things happens. Either one, the shift of the focus of the organization changes to something that doesn't match what the creator wants to do. That's number mm -hmm. one or number two, it just turns into this weird again, follow for follow or this, mm -hmm. this non-supportive <clears throat> entity that just kind of turns into like a, a follow fest. And that's not really not going to help you with your numbers. It's not going to help you with your growth. And it's not really, no one's there really in your corner. You know what I mean? Right. If that makes sense. Right. And that, makes and that was what we were very worried about is just, seeing how some of the other orgs ran things which is again that may fit what somebody else wants i right. mean there's nothing wrong with that if that fits what they want then that's fine but you know we're very very intentional about like hey you don't like if you join osiris today do i want you to go in and sub to follow to every single person in the organization no you know right. like that's and we we're very intentional about hey we don't want to have to require you to do you know this 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 and this you don't have to do this if you don't want to like it, it's very much if you want to grow then we'll help you do i think that sometimes lurking in your other people's streams yeah but i think we all already do that anyway because yeah. again it's a very uh family style organization i mean right. i want every single one of you know my creators to be successful yeah. And I think that's also a difference is that if I and if if there's somebody that feels like they're not getting the attention they need, I'm like, yo, you better, you know, tell me like I, you know, hey, you're not a mind reader. Come on, help. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not a mind reader. I will. I will do whatever you need, whatever help you need. I mean, there are certain people like I, I mean, Strider's been there for a long time. I mean, he's, you know, the OG OG, you know. And the he'll OG tell you, OG. Yeah. You give him a title. You, he in can message Discord. me. He can message me anytime, and I'll be like, "Yep, yeah, let's do it. Let's set something up. Let's, right. Let's work on this. Whatever you need. You know, you want help working on your graphics? I'll, I'll help you. Videos. You know, whatever you need. Like it's it's very. I want it, same thing. What we said before. If I want to eat what, and I want you to eat at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you outgrow me, that's like, hey. I would love that. Yeah. Your success is most important to me kind of deal. And that's awesome. And that's good to have you guys at the helm thinking that way too. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it definitely puts my mind ease to a lot of people. Like it's, you're leading, for, uh, I'm a Marine. So it's like, it's called leading from the front. You're leading from the front. You're not just telling people, hey, go do these things. You're you're trying, you're you're doing it with action. You're showing people what, what's right. going on. And I mean, I see it in the discord too. You know, everybody's very helpful, supportive. For example, like, for me, I am not a giant fan of Call of Duty, but at the same time, I like the content that's coming out of the people that I'm watching. So I'm there for the people. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. Right. Like exactly. Yeah, there's people in the org that play games that I wouldn't watch or necessarily yeah. do. But like, if I was like, "Yo, I need help with this," I know that there's going to be people there that are going to reach out to help, no right. matter what. You know, I whether it's a like when we do like charity stuff, like when we helped out with a charity thing, I mean, I'll play, I'll do whatever, you yeah. know, I, I, what, if it's for people in the org, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Just because again, I think we're very lucky in the fact that it's a pretty, even though there's a good amount of us now, I mean, 
um, I think everyone's pretty supportive of each other, no matter what. Because again, that concept of, hey, I want everyone to be successful is very important within the organization. Yeah. So, like our talks in the uh, in the Discord about TikTok, you know? Yeah. Like how, how do we figure out how to make this work? And it's not like, hey, I'm going to figure out this formula and I'm not going to tell any of you guys about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, it's not like that. I'm so. pulling a million views. Fuck the rest <laughs> exactly, of y'all. Yeah, yeah, like, screw y'all. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I just, I think that it's, um, I think that's kind of the vibe that we've been trying to, you know, keep is that we want everyone to support each other. Yeah. Um, along with growing at the same time because i mean again who wants to be alone at the top yeah exactly no support like that's that's not well i think um ideal. i had a i had a guest on a couple of weeks back called dizzy and he says something that really stuck with me and this is months ago last year but when he came on he says something you know you could have chat that's 75 people average but three people talking or you could have mm -hmm. chat that's 10 people and every single person is talking. Mm -hmm. And which one do you think is better? I'm like, well, obviously the 10, because it's just like you're having a community, you're having you're right. having engagement, you're having people there interested in what you're saying, what you're doing, you're reacting, right. you know, that's that's way more important. And I feel like a lot of these other organizations get it wrong because they think it's that mindset of like, oh, I'm gonna get big here and get these follows and get these lurks and then I'm gonna do that and then, then never talk about the organization or I'll be there once in a while or they don't really, you know, they're just not really engaging. So it's cool right. that you guys are like <laughs> reaching out a hand saying, hey, here you go. Like, you know, we can help you out. Like legitimately, not just to show you a lurk and say good luck, you know, shoo shoo, good luck, do your thing. Like, like yeah. Yeah, make sure no, you post the logo. I think that's another thing why I really like uh, what we have going is that, you know, again, I think overall everyone is very supportive of each other. And that just makes it, you know, like we joke around, like hap a happy mother moment, you know, yeah. like everyone jokes around about me being mom, but like that's what I enjoy. I mean, I, 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 I think everyone coming together as a community is really what an organization should be. Right. And we should all be supporting each other in the long run. I guess it depends on I I personally I've looked at the organization I've I've checked out Discord I've checked out the streamers um I have an idea of what what your answer might be but I want to ask you too what is your what are your parameters when you're finding somebody like what it what do you look for what is going on like what is what um, what is your what's well, your idea like how do you figure we have... out we actually have a team that does recruiting for us. Okay. So in the beginning, um, we were, it was just me and Forbet, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and we were pretty intentional with our first couple people we brought on content creation wise. Um, just from what we saw with their, you know, involvement with their communities their community growth um mm -hmm. if we saw potential in helping somebody grow so those first few i think we were pretty um we were pretty intentional right about um what we could see a, a path for them and where they fit and then um now since uh the last couple months actually um we don't handle that at all so we don't really i mean we do a final stamp of approval kind of thing but our recruiting team sets up a list of people that they like from our application 
which um, they've edited that up to be what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. I know that they've been very intentional about finding people that may not necessarily be like, obviously in the beginning, we had a lot of Call of Duty people in Apex because obviously that's what we play. So that's where we we knew people from. we've been very we've told them to be very intentional about you know we don't want to sit in like we don't want to be like a, a cod clan right yeah. you know like you know a cod discord with you don't want to well, be and the that's why six stack in S D going oh <laughs> right. if our whole clan was here you'd be fucked <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so um you know like when you uh when you applied leveled uh, we were really excited we're like completely different we don't have anything like that like that's exactly yeah i am something i am something different that's for damn sure dude my content is weird as fuck i was like i was so i'm not joking (laughs) i was so surprised like lilo and ace like they live down the street from me so like Mm -hmm. i dropped them off some food yesterday but i still like you know they told me i got in or you guys announced it and then they Mm -hmm. like hit me up they're like you got in yeah congratulations i was like why the fuck did i get in like i was like there's no way like i didn't even I, i make weird shit dude that's all I play Halo and I make weird shit. That's my niche. <laughs> That's all I right. do. Like, so it was weird. Right. So I was just interested in like what, what, what was maybe not just for me, but like for anybody who's looking to try and get into the organization, what are some like levels they need to be at or things that you look for? I mean, we've been um, pretty open. One thing we didn't want to do was become a hub for non affiliates to come in, get affiliate, and right. leave. Um, obviously I don't necessarily think something like that would happen just because of the way we've made sure to build the core of the organization. Obviously, again, the whole, we support each other type deal, um, all that. Um, so I don't think that that would ever happen, but we were like in the very beginning when we're like, okay, we got to add some creators, Mm. but, um, we can't, you know, the, like in the very beginning, we had a ton of non-affiliates, right? you know, want to join. And so Forbet and I were like, well, is this one of those situations where it's like, hey, you help me get affiliate and then I'm just going to go. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, like there's no. So that's why we were very intentional about how we did um, how we did the structuring of the first couple people we brought on. Um, right. We wanted to make sure they were established, um, had the viewership. But like, to be honest, like that kind of stuff doesn't necessarily matter. It's more. Um, and I can even get like the recruiting team to even put something together just so that we have something out there so because that's actually a good idea is you know people are like oh do i even apply like do right I, you know because there is no really minimum or, or maximum for us right if you put out good content and you're engaging um we don't care if you have one viewer or you have a hundred viewers yeah. you know it's it again it's one of those things where like we're not trying to gain things off of our creators right yeah. we're trying to again all reach success together so that that kind of stuff i know a lot of organizations are going to be like oh well you don't even have three viewers so no you know it's not like that yeah it's not like that at all i think that's we've talked about it with lilo and ace and i think that's a recurring theme of the podcast we have here because this podcast is built on meeting other reg- I call I started it with like regular Joe Schmoes is what I called it like mm-hmm. people who have jobs and lives but still choose to stream still choose to create right. content creation those are the people that interest me I mean for example Zion's a construction worker by trade kills it mm-hmm. and then comes home still streams still runs like discord channels still does all this stuff 
Um, mm-hmm. And stream so, when I can and when I feel up to it. I haven't been that great about it recently, but <laughs> right. it's tough to get when you on. work. When you work full yeah. time, I mean, that's why I joke around a lot. Um, uh, my one of my very good friends, uh, Moke Boy, who's another streamer, he calls me a cyborg because I work a full time job. I run the organization and still stream like 150 hours a month. So I mean, it's yeah, it's about dedication, right? So yeah, I I show my creators i'm dedicated by doing all these things right yeah and you know you can be i mean i started streaming in july so you can yeah so you can really reach these goals if you are willing to put in the work and that's what i've told every single person that's ever come and talked to me in the org it's like if you want it you just have to go out do it i mean it's work it it is you have to see it as a job or you won't be successful no, absolutely not. And I think I, and we talked about this with Lilo and Ace on the podcast, but I, I had a come to Jesus moment last, last, uh, um, I would say last summer, probably when my content, the drip kind of went down. I was, I was really, I was having a really shit time at work. The job I was in before was, um, I, I was in a, a home health service and, uh, it was tough because during a pan, imagine trying to deal with patients during a pandemic, it was just mentally right. draining, so mentally draining. So I had no motivation. My stream wasn't really feel like it was going anywhere. And it just, mm-hmm. uh, I was in a low point. And then I just started realizing like, okay, it's like going back to basics. Do you get to stream? Check. Yes. Okay. You like doing that? Yes. Okay. Check. So it's like, you had, I almost had to restructure my brain. Like, Hey, you're doing the mm-hmm. thing you want to do. It might not be exactly where you want it to be or it might not be as big as you want or it might not even be as much time as you want but you are doing it and so you're doing something that you enjoy focus on that and then since i focused on that i rebranded i restructured i read i mean now i have this weird everything i have a podcast now i've got you know part of an organization now it's so you know but it is work i mean i spend Mm -hmm. i stream probably only 70 hours a month but i will spend probably equally that amount of time editing creating clips creating marketing materials working on the stream stuff adding channel point redemptions like Mm -hmm. that stuff takes time (laughs) which i think a lot of a lot of people don't think about that aspect of content creation right content creator doesn't mean you just create content on twitch right yes you have to create content on all platforms or you're not really doing it right right so that's something we um we push a lot and i know that's probably one of the only things this organization requires is we want those clips right mm-hmm. like we're we're putting out tiktoks i mean look at strider's last tiktok what are we at strider now 13k views Woo. i mean you give us Woo, strider the- you give us the clips we're gonna pump them out i mean we're, we're putting out at least one a day um we've we're working on um one of our video editors uh because we have we're lucky enough to have two of them um for the org uh we're working on a youtube series to make sure that we start getting more content out on youtube for our creators right. and stuff like that so we um I think that's something that a lot of people have to realize they need to focus on, you know, more than one thing. Uh, We have some creators that do a really great job at it and some people that are struggling a little, they just need a little help, right? So, um, but that's with everything, you know, everyone needs a little bit of help, right? You can't do it all on your own. Everybody, exactly. I mean, if you can have somebody in your corner helping you out, like, take it. All right, they want me to play the video. So I made a, um, I made this video because I was pissed that uh 
Twitch made all my ads and then kept all the money. I was like, fuck them. I'll make it. I want to make an ad for my own video, my own my own channel. So this is an ad. So everybody, a uh, word from our sponsors real quick. Welcome to the future. You have landed on the Leveled AF channel. If this is a channel that you really enjoy, you should definitely hit the follow button. Do it. If you'd like to see Level do a trick, stick around and enjoy the channel points. If you wish to leave a message after the tone, go ahead and type in the chat box now. Who is Level AF, you might ask? Well, he likes to make memes. He's also a streamer. He has a podcast. And more importantly, he's a fucking idiot. What the fuck? So, hit the follow button and make sure to return in the future. Oh no! That's the wrong button. So there we go. But yeah, so I made that stupid little video just because I, I remember was... when you posted that I was cracking up. I actually <laughs> sent it to um, the minute you posted it. I sent it to uh, Alyssa. I'd hit that. I was like, oh, my gosh, look at this, this is so great. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember but... texting it to her. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that's um, that video took me forever, but I would never be able to make that if I just kept streaming. I think right. I think like every streamer when they first start and I was actually talking to uh, Lilo yesterday about <clears> this. It's like when every streamer first starts, there's that glimmer of hope. That you're gonna make it big. You're gonna be the next Doctor Disrespect. You're gonna be the right. next Ninja. You just gotta hit the start button, and you're gonna you're gonna be that. It's not the case. Like, not even close to the case. I mean, the numbers are transparent as can be. Uh, if you make it to affiliate, the average burnout rate for a streamer at affiliate is two years. At the end of yeah. two years, almost two percent stay. That's ninety-eight percent fail rate once you hit affiliate and stop streaming. Wild. That's a that is a giant portion of the Twitch community that are affiliates, but a lot of the affiliates you see now on the page, even on this page, are probably not going to stay if they don't get like their groove going. So it's cool that you guys right. have created an organization where you have a groove. Zion, I right. want you to get that groove, bro. Got to get you that groove, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got to I got to find something to just get a kick in the ass and get going. Right. But it's like a come to Jesus that everybody has to have eventually, man. You know, I think that everybody, you figure out if you, or maybe you're comfortable. I mean, that's the other thing. I think personally, like, maybe you are comfortable just coming to game after work, chilling, turn the screen on, get with the buds. There's nothing wrong. Right. I mean, streaming can be whatever you want, just like music or, or creating a film or YouTube video content only. You just do it however you want to do it. And then people right. either like it or they don't but just be happy with whatever you are doing. That's the key. I think that above yeah. all else is the key. I think people also, when they first get into streaming, I mean, uh, they assume it's gonna go one way. Like you said, it's like I hit that go live button and then it just happens or it doesn't happen. But there's just so much work on the, on the back end that if you, again, that's why I find goal setting to be, and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, with in my own business, I do this, you know, we're very uh, goal oriented mm. in um, if you don't want the, you know, the ninja growth or whatever. And you're like, like you said, I want to get on and I want to spend time with my friends, share share what I'm doing with my friends. And, you know, you're satisfied with that. Then there's nothing wrong with that. No, you know, 100%. but if you want to reach 
this goal over here, we call it a stretch goal, which is like that goal that you're like reaching for, mm -hmm. you know, there's a way to reach it. It's just, are you willing to put in the work to get there? So I think, you know, finding that goal point, that point ahead of you that you can reach, I think that's probably one of the most important, you know, aspects of really anything you do is, you know, that's in true. your personal life, your streaming life, your work life, whatever, is to find that point. And then once you know exactly where you want to go, that's how you um, build your roadmap to you success. kind of navigate your way mm -hmm. there. If you have, yeah. if you know where the end destination is, you just got to find that path that's going to work you there. Yeah, which what? is so important. Why it's so important to do, you know, goals every year. Right. I think it's, I think it's very important. Um, we spend two weeks almost in my business, my personal business, working on goals. I mm. mean, it's, it will change your, it will really change your life um, in terms of success, personal success. So that's right. what I would suggest. What, um, find that goal and then find a way to get there. Right. What are some of the goals that you have for your personal stream? Like right now, like what are you um, set for 2021? Right now, I don't, I haven't really focused too much on my own stream. Um, I've done more goal setting for the organization mm -hmm. and my uh, personal business at this point. Uh, you know, I'm kind of... I'll set, you know, monthly sub goals and that's pretty much it because honestly for me, um, I love my, my job job. Right. Um, and I'm very happy doing that. So, uh, for me personally, streaming is just something that honestly I never, uh, wanted really to do. I got, uh, mm -hmm. I got kind of lucky in the sense that I, um, the only reason I started streaming is because four bet. Literally, and he'll tell you this, uh, literally for eight months, at least. <laughs> I was like, you need to stream. You need to stream. <laughs> so the only time I would stream was when I played in um, the Jukable tournaments on Fridays right, right. Uh, for Apex. You had to stream them, so I would stream those. And then finally, one day, uh, I was what? streaming one random tournament. And um, okay. Forbet was like, look, you've got six people in there. Right. just do it right and i was like fine whatever i'll i'll do it you know and so we uh we talked it over and i was like fine we'll just try this ended up hitting affiliate in like six days and so i was like okay maybe this is something okay. i need oh to yeah do. i would say you know, six like, days Dang. i did it 27 days holy shit i do well, six I days had, is crazy i had a very uh i tell people this all the time i'm not a good example of how it is to hit affiliate at all I um, am very lucky in the fact that because I helped run the four bet battles and when I say run, I mean like, and four bet will tell you this, this is nothing against him, but I literally did everything. Right. So um, everyone knew who I was already. So it was like an easy transition. Like I already had followers. That's good. Just you can ask Lev, that. I network mooched off him for like six months playing games and whatnot. And then I mm. he finally started telling me, hey. Don't worry about your internet, just stream because I have dog shit internet at my parents' house. In this yeah. in this setup, I am Mr. Forbet because I was like, Zion, go stream. You're in yeah. like 18 billion <laughs> and discords. You know everybody. Just go stream. My right. first stream, I got into a I was playing Apex and 
I hit a 180 no scope Kraber shot that got put into a montage with TSM Imperial Hal this in the same montage. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And I was like, this is kind of nuts. I like it. And the then video yeah. got like a th hundred thousand views. I was like, what? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> he got the first day you stream, this is what happens to you. Like right. good things happen. Yeah, dude. Okay, I I took forever for I did everything. I never I didn't want to take any shortcuts at all none zero i didn't want to do follow for follow i never did any i just wanted to meet people play if they liked they came to the, the, the stream they liked it they stayed that's mm -hmm. cool with me so it took me forever to get that average three because i just built everything without knowing anybody from the ground up um yeah. but then next i had to, but that's a it was a double-edged sword because i did that but now i'm more comfortable where i'm at is like the, the platform i've built is built by me and right. and of course the community like the community that is here like it's just right. it's built by me for the community and the community continues to return and that kind of self perpetuates itself a little bit um the hard part though and this is the double-edged sword side is like i had to relearn how to start networking with people because uh, you know i i think what happened to me is that during work like i would work and i did a lot of sales and so i just didn't want to i just wanted to shut that part of my brain down like i was always networking always doing something else so when i wanted to come game i was just like come hang out man just just i don't want cool i don't know what your name is just come chill but that right obviously is not going to help me grow either so I, it was like a double-edged sword so i had to really figure all that stuff out um cool so what are some of the goals for osiris gaming that we can that we can get a little sneak peek in maybe before maybe before you okay go before ahead before you get into that okay, i gotta go yeah. do something real fast i gotta help my dad put something in his man shed okay so i will be back in like five minutes okay just leave the camera up so we're good no worries we'll see empty chair zion <laughs> this is what i call empty chair zion <laughs> chair stream chair zion yeah that's what, that's what my check all every time i go to the bathroom they're like chair stream <laughs> see you later um, yeah, strider so, by the way i know he's leaving now yeah bye see have you, fun in hawaii <laughs> oh must be nice Sending me all these pictures in Hawaii and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Secret Island. Secret Island. Oh lord. What's Secret Island. Charge going to all the good the stuff. The hell? Yeah, he is. Been Must climbing be mountains nice. and shit. Climbing mountains. Yeah. Man can do Not everything. Climbing. Yep. Okay, so what are some secret goals we can get some uh, some, some um, information on? I would say probably the most exciting thing we have going this year is, um, which I think, I believe Savage may still be here. Savage is our tournament coordinator. Okay. Um, we have some really cool ideas for tournaments coming up, which is okay. something where we originally started our growth really was through tournaments again the the four bet battles was huge for us um which we just kind of transitioned over to osiris and um you know bringing on savage to um who has a ton of experience in especially warzone tournaments and stuff like that and i don't know if anyone's seen um there he is yep. uh any of like the the data digging he's been doing it has been crazy so uh we've got some really cool concepts there uh one thing that's exciting that we have yet to put out um sneak peek marketing for but we're participating in um org versus org style Ooh. um triple threat invitational it will be uh co uh sponsored by us and uh 
my friend that I mentioned before, Moke, uh, yeah. he, he's got a community. He doesn't have an organization, but he's got a really large community. It's called Team Moke, which they're really, really cool. Um, what they do, it's built off of a company that he started, um, which is basically uh, uh, merch. And for every shirt or mer- piece of merch they sell, they give one to a kid at um, Boys and Girls Club. They're very oh, involved that's awesome. Boys and Girls Club, yeah. which is really cool. He's um, he's a actually incredibly um, inspiring person in, in what he does with his organization. But we are co-hosting it together. We're calling it the Triple Threat Invitational. Um, it will be teams of three, um, and uh, they will be teams that are competing in kill race style tournaments in Fortnite, Apex, and Warzone. Ooh, so okay. I don't know if you guys, uh, most people know who Dr. Disrespect is, but the triple threats he used to do on his stream, like get a win and blah, 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 these three games or whatever. Right. Essentially, we're taking that idea and bringing it into a tournament style, kill race style. Oh. Um, and it's going to be um, hosted by us and we're going to invite other orgs in. And they can put in as many teams as they want, but it's going to be teams of three. So the three people have to play in all three games, which will make it, which is going to make it really interesting. Um, I believe the first, we're going to be doing it quarterly. Our first one's going to be March 6th. Hey, let's go. Um, We're going to start jumping into that. So that's going to be really cool. Um, We have some really cool sponsorships for that nice um so that's our that's our one thing that i can announce that we're doing because right. we've already confirmed that we're doing it nice um, are you yeah, going to so, be doing it are you going to be in it um i'm going to see who wants to participate um we had scheduled to do this around christmas time but we ended up uh having to cancel for personal reasons from hosting side Got it. um but it's going to be really cool it's going to be um we're going to cast it off of Ooh. we're gonna essentially team moke's got a page and obviously osiris has a page so each quarter it's gonna switch who hosts it okay um our casts it essentially and then it's gonna be cool because we're gonna bring in a bunch of different organizations to compete as well that's awesome it's gonna be kind of like a bragging rights kind of thing yeah um obviously there will be prizes for the team that wins yeah and then the org that wins obviously gets the bragging rights oh, um, but yeah. it's cool because it's gonna be it's gonna be a quarterly thing and um we've uh we changed it because it was going to be teams of six to compete against all three games but we were like you know what why are we doing that let's just do teams of three and they have to play in all three yeah so i'm excited about that so you could be good at call of duty but suck at Fortnite. Mm -hmm. oh that's gonna be rough or you could be uh, like shit hot at apex and decent at call of yeah. duty but f- I, dude i guarantee there's probably some Fortnite kids out there they're gonna shred but they might suck right. at call of duty so you know what i mean right. like yeah right. that's exactly. interesting dude that's so really it's interesting. gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun um i can't I, that's honestly something i'm really excited for um the stuff that uh savage has been working on uh, we don't want to announce anything yeah, right now just because we're still working on things but there's some some big stuff for sure i know okay. savage can uh touch on that a little bit well, but um I'm excited to get back into tournaments. That's really where we built a lot of our community. Right. Um, so now, one thing I was going to say too. So we had, we had status effect come on and they, they run sea of champions and they also run right. our six tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. But they're all online. I don't know the magic that Chromagon uses with his team is beyond my understanding, but have you yeah. thought about doing more like, um, like 
production style stuff as well? Have you guys leaned into that realm? Because you already have, I mean, you have the content creators, you got the video right. editors, you've yeah. got you've got the brains, you got the brawn, you've got the logistics. Mm -hmm. All the thing you're missing is just, I guess, the technology. Right, exactly. So um, you had introduced us on somewhere, Discord or Twitter right. or something to them. Um, so Format and I have to set up schedules for that. Um, so another exciting thing, cause, cause that, that obviously is interesting to me, um, right. just especially tournaments in the future and stuff. Um, so we actually, <laughs> we actually have a ton of meetings coming up in the next oh, fun. couple weeks. So, uh, fun yeah, meetings. So, so that's something that's on the list. <laughs> I've got meetings with Savage. Um, we actually have meetings, uh, with a designer for some Osiris gaming jerseys. Boy, I'm, well, I already got the shirt. I didn't wear it today, yep. unfortunately. It's in the wash, but I do have the <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yep. And uh, my my hoodie should be here soon. I'm really excited. And no. um, yeah, so we've got that. And then yeah, the jerseys. I'm excited about. Oh, I want so some that'll be that'll be something um, that we've got meetings for that. Um, there's just constantly stuff going on. So there's a lot. There's a lot. This year, I think, is going to be big. Um, we have a lot of big things planned. Yeah. So Where do you exciting. see the organization? So this year's going to be big, which means next year's going to be bigger. And the bigger. following year's mm -hmm. going to be bigger. Like, where do you yep. see in five years? Where do, where would you like the organization to go? You know, I think um, one thing that Forbet and I have been pretty intentional about is not, not exceeding what we can handle right yeah. we we have a lot of really really big ideas um for where we would like to be but uh we we've kind of again with covid and everything we've kind of had to scale back expectations a little bit um we've had to kind of take our one year five year ten year goals and scale them back a little bit not because we don't think we can hit them but just because we don't know you know in the future oh you how... tell me you can't read the future come on man yeah I know. Like, come on man <laughs> yeah don't tell anyone but um we uh we've we've kind of decided to take a kind of a month by month type approach to things so we have like our our plan for like a month and then our plan for right. six months and then our plan for the year and then if this whole COVID thing starts to cool down I mean then we can kind of ramp back up our bigger stuff um which would be really 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 exciting some of the stuff that we originally had planned right. um which we've tabled in kind of like we're like it's there but it's a little out of reach kind of situation so yeah. honestly we just we wanted to be very intentional in not overstepping what we could handle because we didn't want to lose touch with our creators. So I think one of the things that we've kind of changed our perspective on is that we're not, we don't want to outgrow our creators and we want, that's where the whole, we grow together at the same time kind of concept came right. from. Um, so honestly, as long as our creators want to grow and continue growing, we will, that's, that's kind of where we're going. So we're going to grow with them. Huh. that's i mean that's it's always that hard thing so there's there was this saying that um 
you know the stream doctor everybody knows that guy mm -hmm. on youtube right the guy who runs stream beats that we're listening to right now you know he makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on that right now every month i believe it every month off of stream it. beats alone a hundred and fifty thousand dollars okay that's a crazy but what one thing he said is like as you're growing the larger you grow the more risk you have to be willing to take correct but just because you like mr it's like the mr beast style of growth like you give a computer away and then you get these many followers and then that way you give a computer and a half away and then you have these many followers right. and then two computers and then now you're sending things to the moon because you're you've gotten that big right. but you have to like you can't rest on your laurels you have to keep growing but it's cool what you guys are thinking about kind of growth is the standpoint of your creators you're not like leaving them in the dust and like you're creating all this giant infrastructure but leaving the core members like to just do right. their own thing so know? essentially we didn't want to like skyrocket growth and then be like okay well now we're getting creators that are like averaging you know a couple hundred viewers to a thousand viewers or whatever and then all of the original people that we brought on you know like you said are kind of left behind like that wasn't that's not the goal again it was like kind of like a and, the, and this was something that Forbet was very very adamant about was that he wanted it to be a family style organization didn't want to fall into this follow for follow yes. hey if you don't go into God. this person's channel and gift them subs or support them or give them bits then we don't want you like that's, that's not it. like that's yeah <laughs> that's so and worst. we were like very intentional about that is not what we're gonna do you know we um again since we started out so small and honestly you know the upfront money that we put in for the llc and everything um is really all we wanted to do in the beginning i mean with covid and everything we're like because we don't know what's going to happen um so the growth for the organization is really going to be dependent on the creators at this point again because mm. we we could have done a lot more if we wanted to i mean we had right. a lot of talks with other people and stuff like that that we just have decided to go away from just because you know forbet and i also being smaller creators as well you know the growth individually we wanted it to kind of like like kind of like spider web together so everyone grows together which is why we've been intentional about getting people that might not necessarily play things that we play or you know watch things that we watch because you know we wanted to be you know a, a an organization that was accessible to everyone yeah i you think know? i'm your only halo content creator right now that's, that's good i think so that's good all right yeah. i yeah. corner I mean, the market forbet <laughs> is a huge halo player though and literally talks to me all the time about the new game and i'm like you know one day closer i guess oh when we get him on again. here we'll talk about <laughs> halo infinite because mm -hmm. i am uh i'm geeking a little bit i think uh zion you think it's I didn't ask you this. Uh, Zion, uh, since we're on this topic, Zion, do you think that Halo Infinite's going to be a bag of shit? What do you think? If it's Halo BR, I honestly <laughs> don't think I'll play it. Yeah, why? Because I don't like the Halo gunfight style, to be uh, honest. What if I'll... it was one-shot headshot BR style? Not with... I was... <laughs> Halo's <laughs> movement mechanics more so like reach and 
like h3 those are comfortable like the just yeah. running just moving jump jet active camo like those kind of things i'm comfortable with that that's fine but as soon as you get into h4 h5 with the like the boost tactic shit mm -hmm. like the exo suits i had enough of that in Adv infinite warfare advanced warfare black Ops. well i didn't play in infinite <sighs> warfare but advanced warfare and black ops 3 i know it's a totally different likeness the movement systems were similar but not the same and gunplay is a whole nother story but to me i y'all are gonna get it and rock out on it and that's your thing i might get it just to play a couple games with you here and there but i don't think it's gonna be my game i doubt there's gonna be it's not gonna be br style i think the game i personally want the game to do really well but i think if you have i said this last night on stream is like if you have a any video game no matter if it's halo or whatever that has three different creative directors over the course of its development and multiple delays that is a bad sign. Like, look at Cyberpunk. I mean, it came out in a really buggy, crappy mess, and they're having to go it back and fix it. It came out incomplete, and 1.1 yeah. still hasn't completely fixed it. Oh, yeah. I reinstalled it and tried to replay it for a little bit, and again, my craft save was still bug broken, so I can't yeah. even level up crafting anymore. And I didn't really feel like restarting the game i was just disgusted with it but the game is so poorly optimized yes i have a 3090 and an i9 1080 or 10850k and i can barely get 60 fps yeah it's ridiculous like, what the fuck yeah and and yin is in our chat right now and he he thinks that the same thing he thinks that uh that halo f is a bag of shit i wanted to do what i am a halo streamer and fan look at this shit like i, I like halo but i know if if a game is delayed that much like there's no way and i think to your point zion i think the movement system in halo 4 and halo 5 those came out the exact same time that the advanced warfare was coming out i don't know what the fuck they were thinking like did you panda did you like the advanced warfare movement system uh that was probably one of my least favorite to play mm. uh personally but you it's know a different mess yeah, yeah i was gonna say it was its whole its whole own issue <laughs> yeah it just uh, like the whole industry for some reason just made this giant shift like all right all games have jetpacks let's go <laughs> like let's go everybody everybody has boosters call of duty you got boosters i'm surprised they didn't yeah. add boosters like fifa or something you know oh. like <laughs> imagine 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 yeah. oh but uh back to halo i mean i think that a lot of people got scared when they released that trailer gameplay thingy did they did and it looked so bad yeah but i think people got scared and then everyone was like oh my god they're delaying it for a year and i was like that's maybe a good thing maybe. i don't know because that that did not look good no, it didn't look good. At it all, didn't look good so. at all. No, and I'm a fan, and it's just still like, but I'm yeah. I've also been gaming forever, so it's like exactly. I've I've seen this dog and pony show before. I I'm, mm -hmm. I know how this this goes. You know what I mean? No matter how good it is, so it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, Zion, do you have any big questions that you want to ask for Osiris Gaming? No, you the like benchmark that she wanted to hit for this year and like the benchmarks that she had for getting into OG were my only questions. Yeah, are you thinking about applying? I applied already once, Ooh. but they've already had the cutoff, so. Ah, shit. <laughs> well, and we're taking it in, unfortunately, because we're focusing so much right now on you know, year growth stuff right now. We, uh, I talked to Forbetter about it last week. He wants to put a hold on recruiting for at least a month. Right. 
Um, so we may have some announcements come out. Um, that's something I'll have to talk to recruitment about. Um, again, I got lucky in the fact that we have a great team working on recruitment, so I don't have to do too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pass off. So yeah, yeah. that's, and a, that's something I told Corbett, problem, um, yeah. because he was very, um, he held on to like our duties and I was like, look, the best thing that we can do is delegate. Yeah. You get someone you trust to do that for you. Then, oh my gosh, because I literally would spend hours upon hours doing stuff for the work every day, along with work, work. And then along with streaming, you know, at night was just a lot. And I was like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to have to be <laughs> doing all these things at yeah. the same time. I was like, if I can get someone that I It'd trust to run this, like, it's too much. We wouldn't grow. Drowning. We wouldn't grow no. at all. We wouldn't grow at all. We wouldn't have enough time. There's not enough time in the day yeah. to get everything done that you've got to do. Well, um, so There was that podcast yeah. that Mr. Beast was on. He says he delegates literally everything. So that way he only yeah. focuses on content creation. Like he delegates. Well, his, he said he'd pay somebody he to spends, brush his teeth for him if he, he could. He spends all day discussing and talking to other streamers about the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, uh, that's what he said. He says like he pays somebody to cook him, like cook him food. He pays somebody to drive him around. He pays somebody to do his laundry. He pays somebody to make his fucking bed for him. He does some, like he pays for everything because he only wants to focus on just content creation. But yes. again, if you don't delegate, imagine if Mr. Beast did all the things he does, but he does it by himself. Like that, he yeah. he wouldn't be where he's at. You have yeah. to delegate, yeah. and that's a business you have to. I mean, I. I've run two businesses. There's no way you wear a lot of hats as an owner, but you also have to delegate your responsibilities. There's no way you can do right. it all. You might oversee yeah. it, but you can't do it all. Right. And then like with recruiting, we found that that was starting to kind of like fall to the wayside because obviously we want to focus on people that we already have. Mm. Right. Yeah. So we, we were, I, I mean, I don't know about if I can't speak for four bit, but I was starting to get concerned. I was like, we're really lacking on the recruitment side. Obviously we didn't want to like blow up, blow up. Here's 50 um, people in. Like, right. You know, like, like, yeah. <laughs> no way I could, no way we could handle that. So like, that was one of the blessings that we got in the past you know, three or four months was bringing on a recruitment team uh, to really, really help us out. Um, That's why we brought on Savage, which Savage was someone we'd been trying to bring onto the org since the very beginning. So I've been eyeballing you, man. You got scoped scoped out. (laughs) (laughs) I was excited about that because the reason we stopped running tournaments was because I was doing everything for it and I didn't have time to do anything else. So we had to table tournaments for a while, which is something that i just really enjoyed um having so right you know bringing on savage that was another blessing bringing uh you know all uh, our graphic artists that was huge yeah the the video editing because we were doing all of that ourselves and then we had a long discussion about how you know quality was more important than quantity yeah um and so we brought in people that really know what they're doing and that takes so much off your plate when yeah. you know i'm sitting here trying to learn how to edit a video also running a business also running the org also creating content and still trying to have time for like my family and stuff like that it's just too much so um learning how to give up some control was 
it was hard, it's but it was probably the best thing that we we could have done. It's a skill for sure. And Lilo and Ace were actually Ace is probably asking, um, what's the hardest thing about running the organization right now? And what's the major challenge you guys faced? Honestly, now we've kind of gotten it running smoothly, but probably the fact that we didn't have anything delegated to anyone. Uh, like trying to do everything just me and Forbet um, was really really hard i mean luckily uh because we've been friends for as long as we have and literally talk every day um i like if he decides to do something he he'll, he'll know whether or not i approve of it or not right. and if it's something that he's kind of iffy on he'll ask me but like back then when we were trying to run everything by ourselves that was that was that was a struggle losing some that hair was... losing some sleep a little yeah. bit yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i literally wasn't sleeping for a while it yeah. was just too much um and you know he's got a young kid and you know he also works and then also streams i mean he took a break from streaming for a while just because we got so overwhelmed right. uh with stuff so you know bringing on more and more people to the management side of the organization was like a huge blessing so yeah. i mean Luckily, right now we're we're running pretty smoothly. We've got everything ironed out. I mean, as we add more things um, to our plate, it may then we might run into some hiccups here or there. But luckily, um, we've we we ironed a lot of that out before um, when we had the competitive side of things. Right. Honestly, right. cutting out the competitive side uh, was huge. Yeah. Because that was a huge stressor. I believe um, we it. Struggled. That and, was that was hard. And then on top of that, COVID. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That doesn't help anything, you know. So you have to worry about your real life to make sure you pay the bills. But then you also have to deal with COVID exactly. with your own organization. That's definitely a mm -hmm. challenge, with, man. With COVID not allowing land, that means you have to scrim over internet, and that's just a bitch. Yeah, yeah, and scheduling that. Which Strider's not here anymore, but uh, he'll tell you I um, I don't lose my temper hardly ever. I'm I'm pretty easygoing. If I get mad, then I'm really really mad, right? So we we had to do everything, you know, like you said, online and um, <laughs> scheduling people on the East Coast, Central Mountain, and West Coast, all trying to get scheduled with other teams who are also all over the United States, and then the way Twitter leagues are run, at least, which this is why we said we would never do them again if we did comp again is that they don't give you a schedule right they're just like you got to get these completed whenever what? you get them completed all right go go on. i'm unfamiliar what's what's twitter leagues what's all that about so give us some background. basically basically it's a hey format's here format made oh, it here. here hey format what's up what's up there he is there he is uh so essentially it is uh a league a call of duty league but it's run off twitter oh that was a huge mistake why? The worst Why time. would they do that? Um, because there's again, Call of Duty is massive, especially their amateur their amateur scene is huge, right? So you can do it through like game battles, which is probably the easiest way to do it. But um, money wise, leagues make a lot of sense. Yeah. So they're cheap, uh, and then the payouts are pretty good. And you'll find, especially in Twitter leagues, it's a bunch of like kids that are like, "Oh, I want to play competitive Call of Duty. Let's just play." A lot of the teams that uh, they ended up playing had never scrimmed. They didn't know what scrims were. Ooh, geez. Yeah, so uh, again, when I say we were very successful, uh, 
we were very successful. You were very successful. And, uh, yeah, you're crushing, yeah. um, crushing so people who we didn't know what scrims yeah, were. They yeah. were, <laughs> they were destroying people in these Twitter leagues. But the scheduling side of it was a nightmare because we had them playing in two leagues at a time, um, and scheduling both leagues at the same time. We kind of like layered them so that one would start and then we go a couple weeks and then start another one. Mm. Because if you're scrim, I mean, like essentially they're like scrims because again there weren't a ton of really really great teams. Right. Um, there were of course a couple that were good that like competed in challengers. I mean, I think one of the one teams that they, I mean, they didn't like lose by a lot, but one of the teams that they got beat by pretty good actually placed second at one of the challenger series oh. so they were they like they were like winning real money they like were hundred thousand dollars they were type money winning winning on a weekend yeah they're like oh let me go play this tournament this weekend and win a hundred thousand dollars so, yeah, no know, problem like, that, yeah yeah, no yeah yeah we're gonna so, go do that this weekend right Zan? we're doing that <laughs> right do so that? they uh they had some success in that but the scheduling side of that aspect of it um we what we should have done is brought on somebody to do all of that scheduling for us Mm. uh which we didn't so that was a huge mistake and we learned from that and we'll, we'll take it in the future yeah <laughs> yep, we won't be like... doing that again. i was like it was a very good we discussed it for and i discussed it is a very good learning experience for us yeah i mean that's um, all you can do i mean i've made a million and a half mistakes with my stream a million things i could right. have done differently right. something i've done right things but most of the things i've learned is just doing it wrong and then all right not right. doing that again you know what i mean exactly um, Which is great because, like, it's stuff you can pass on to other people, right? So yeah. that, you know, that helps. If if I had someone ask me about competitive Call of Duty in the Challenger series, I'd be like, "Don't do Twitter leaks." Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> don't, up, don't only do advice: it. just don't do it unless you only do one right. at a time, right. and then and your team the all is like all East Coast or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> make it easy. Which is why, like, you know, bigger orgs will move their teams in with them yeah like they're all in one place that makes it easy right and then That's that true. makes you know content creation side easy or the marketing side of things easier right right so yeah we learned we learned a lot from trying to do the competitive side of things again i think we had a great team but um and a lot of them are still competing yeah um they're just not with us <laughs> yeah do you have any other games you guys are eyeing that you want to kind of get into competitively um, we'd had some discussions about trying other games. Um, we had we'd had discussions about Rogue Company. Um, oh, big brain or bird brain? Bird brain. Bird. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say if you've ever watched Bird. Um, and actually, he might not say this, but you know who's really good at the, that game is Mr. Forbet. Yes, he fucking is. Uh, I've seen him he play. Is a, insanely good at that game. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. There's a. Um, there's potential in games like that. It's just, you know, whether whether or not it happens is another thing. Right. Entirely. I mean, comp competitively wise, at least. Well, how about um, we uh, looked at Valorant? I'm putting a little, little bird in your ear real quick. A little Halo. Competitive Maybe. Team. Maybe. Maybe. Just, I, I might already have like... I might already have some teammates. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying here. Yeah, yeah. They might, just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Forbet. Yeah. No. Forbet is uh, Forbet is the the Halo guy. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Call of Duty person. Um, Perfect. He's the Halo guy. Um. No, I mean, like we thought about it. We looked at Valorant for a while. Yeah. Um, Why not? That's a giant one. Rogue. That's a I don't know. There's 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 opportunity out there, but uh, we also have to look at things from a content creation side. 
So, like, um, I was talking to somebody else the other day about Rogue and the viewership yeah. um, on it is not great. Um, I think when I looked at it the middle of the day, like two days ago, it was like 1.5 thousand yeah. people were watching. It's a very small group of people right now. Um, it's kind of lost its hype a little bit. I was joking around. I was like, there's more people watching people play Uno right now. Ooh, that's true. So, yeah, what's what's kind of rough is that's similar to Hyperscape when it came out of beta. Yeah. We, that's, we com that's yeah. what we compared it to with Hyperscape. Yeah. Uh, Hyperscape Did came you play out Hyperscape? in the beta. It had like 14, 15, 15 like it, it would like fluctuate between like 15 to 20K average viewers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as it got full release and they balanced a bunch of stuff, they lowered the damage on the DTAP. They increased the recoil and the hex fire. They were getting a super bad amount of cheaters. Like even the top guys, you'd only have like one thousand to fifteen hundred people watching it, right. and the top two or three guys would have like four hundred, three hundred, four hundred of those viewers. So a third of the community would be on those two people. Yeah, and I was talking um, when we were talking about it. I think he said uh, the top guy averaged like three hundred viewers for Rogue Company. So it's definitely not a huge. No. Well, Halo right now, if you're looking at it from a like right i would not start a tournament series right now because there's the viewership and the player the player base is there because of crossplay, but the viewership is not there so you wouldn't get enough eyeballs to make it fruitful like i'm basically streaming halo because a i love it but b i really want to position myself as a streamer for halo infinite that's really what i'm really like at the end day i love playing like halo i have open lobbies but i know the viewership's not there it's just not right yeah you know, it just i mean you can look at it right now i think it's like 500 people maybe there yeah you know it's it's just is what it is so i see you talking about uno listen uh-huh i'm the uno champ um and i i think we should run an uno tournament <laughs> uno tournament call out yep bond champion but i think we should run an uno uh uno tournament uh, see 4bet's excited about the new halo i know we were just i was kind of shitting on a little bit 4bet before you got here man because I'm, I'm worried about it i want it to do good but my problem is my hype meter is for any game is like at rock bottom because I just can't, I don't pre-order shit anymore. I just can't do it. Just just too many shitty games coming out too quickly. I almost pre-ordered Cyberpunk and I'm so glad I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> I actually, believe it or not, I had uh, Jack Zombie bought it for me. The worst part too, he was the most hyped person about the game I've ever, like out of everybody I know, he was so excited for that game. He even bought me uh, a copy of the game. Oh, I was so excited for it, but I'm glad I didn't pre-order it. He played half of it and stopped. I'm like, ooh, yeah. that's gotta feel bad, bro. I just gotta, oof. Yeah. That's just gotta be bad. It's gotta be bad. But I think, um, I. what are some games? So we've been talking a lot about the organization. I wanna get a little bit more into you a little bit. Like some of the likes and dislikes that you have. Like what are what got you into gaming? We've asked this question a bunch. I know Vaughn Champion's probably gonna kick my ass for saying, asking this, but uh, let us, who, who is Pam? Um, What's going on here? I started gaming pretty young. I mean, I think the first game I ever played that I really remember playing besides like like your Mario's and stuff like that was Chrono Cross. Oh, that game is the shit. <laughs> right? So that was probably the first game I like really, really played. That's PS1 for disc yep, edition. Uh, yep. First, uh, I had the like, I don't know if anyone like younger, younger people remember this, but they came out with like walkthrough books. I think yeah, I still did. have that somewhere Dude, around yeah, here. Like yeah. those were big back in the day. So I that was probably the first game that I really, really played and then um played a lot of racing games mm. for some reason. I'm terrible at them. 
but I played them back then. That's um, and where then, I originally started on gaming was yeah, racing games. Racing games. I, I yeah. feel like like Need for Speed was like the thing. Yeah, PS One, Gran Turismo, and then mm -hmm. Underground One and Two, Carbon, yep. and the OG Most Wanted. Yep, I said we had all those. Um, I uh, my parents were pretty um, strict on the TV gaming kind of stuff. We got right. you know a set time we're allowed to play, and then the game the Game Boy Colors came out. I grinded the shit out of some Pokemon. Yep, everybody did. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And then um, uh, the Zelda games, I played a lot of those on um, the little handhelds. But then um, uh, I played a lot of sports growing up. So um, I played travel ball, um, soccer, okay. uh, and played. Those are tough schedules right there. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, my parents were very adamant about for every so sport you, were you play. Saying yeah there it yes. is yeah, i had the purple one i had the purple one oh i had clear. i had got, the red I've one i've got a whole fucking stack of them i'm slowly oh my gosh oh <laughs> my uh my brother has all of mine in atlanta apparently he still plays it but um right. they uh i played a lot of sports and my parents were pretty strict about if you play a sport you have to also play a musical instrument so i i played music my whole life as well yeah. as playing sports um yeah, and then too. i got to college um i originally got offered a scholarship for soccer to college but i also auditioned on music and the music scholarship was more so i ended up doing music for a little bit cool. and then uh, obviously i completely switched and i did not major in music yeah, but um yeah. um that's when i started playing video games again because it was like i would wake up go to school go to my classes or whatever have to practice music all day, all day. And then um, I was just like miserable. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start playing video games again. That's not, and so not that's a bad when idea. I picked up Call of Duty again. And then um, by my senior year, I think, was when Black Ops 2 was out. And I was so into Call of Duty that I failed my junior to senior year. Oh, holy um, shit. Oof. But I was I was ranked in the top like 400 in the world on I, Call of Duty. So hey, hey well, yeah. you know, trade off. Trade off. Um, and uh, you know, I luckily graduated from college uh, and now do a job where I didn't need a college degree, which is fine. Um, and um, from then on, I think I just really started. I played every Call of Duty every year. Um, You're dabbling in Apex too now. I've seen some of your streams. Yep. Yeah. And so then Apex came out um, a little over a year ago, and um, I really played the shit out of it for a while. Um, yeah. Like grinded it, you know, hours every day. Um, and then back to Four Bet saying you need to stream. So yep. then I started streaming, and um, it'll actually be two weird. years on Monday. Really? Two years on Monday. Has oh, it been that's that right. Long already? It is February fourth. Oh, you're yep. right. Oh my god. Yeah. Huh. Well, what are some? I am uh... a day day one Apex player. That's yep. him. Founders badge and everything. Yep. 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 Same here. If I if if there was cross progression, then I would still have it, but I had some on my console. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. But yeah, I. Uh, yeah. I Do you have any games that you're like really looking forward to? Um, currently, 
I think. Well, yeah. Granted, I don't. We don't know when they'll be released. Uh, unfortunately, I'm. I'm excited for um, Ragnarok. Ooh. God of War. Oh yeah. That one should hopefully come out sometime this year. Possibly September. Oh, from what I'm we hoping. Saw. God, I hope so. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. The second it's PC, one. PC, right? Oh, the second one. Yeah, yeah they've already should, announced a second. Okay. Should be should be out this year as well. Um, hopefully, probably will be a PlayStation exclusive as Unlikely. well. Yeah. Uh, I'm hyped. Fun. They said God of War was. It, it had PS. For PS5, and then in the bottom, it also said available also on PC. So a lot of people are hiding. Oh my god, I, I really hope, hope so. Oh, I hope. Oh my god, I really hope so. Uh, because I didn't want to have to buy a PS5 just for these exclusives. <laughs> I guess I'll yeah. have to, you know. And then, um, Sons of the Forest should be out this year, which I'm excited about. I what love survival that? games. I don't know if you've ever played the forest. Uh, I haven't played the forest. That's like the camp. I put is like the campfire one uh no it's a oh the harry potter game that's next year though that's the, that's like it out I think an mmo year. right the yeah. harry potter game yeah yeah i think so okay from what i understand and yeah. then um they announced an open world star wars game i saw yes. that i saw that which that should be really interesting so there's some stuff coming on uh coming up that i'm excited about but i'm kind of like what what we talked about earlier is i'm trying not to get too excited same. Uh, and I'm not going to pre-order anything. <laughs> Me neither. It's, also been, Me it's neither. also been leaked by people. Uh, there was a Reddit user. I think his name was like Green Potato 87 And the guy blew up overnight because he called a bunch of different stuff for Fallen Order and a bunch of different stuff for Battlefront 2. And he claimed that they'd already been in development on Battlefront 3 and everybody's been freaking the fuck out. Mm -hmm. I, mean, be hype. I mean, maybe they've I think they maybe they've moved it where Battlefront Three is now this new Star Wars game they're talking about, where it's open world. No, Be Battlefront's whole thing is like the this procedurally generated missions and whatnot, and like the Battlefront style of game. Mm. The the open world game they're talking about is going to be some more so like they've discussed it being uh, High Republic era, which is the new okay. where they're taking the like the new the next trilogy of movies is going to take place and the tv series they've got coming out soon with disney plus right like mm -hmm. in the works so that is more so what they're moving on to focused and they're saying that that new open world game is going to be in that era not so much in like a, a time fluid game like battlefront okay i got you all right that'll be interesting well, I yeah thought... so i mean i hope that uh future games do really well i think it's been kind of a disappointing year or so of video yeah, games i think so too i mean i don't have any games i'm really looking forward to other than ashes of creation which i also have reservations about halo infinite yeah. which i also right. have reservations about so I don't, all the games that i like are coming out in potentially a really shitty spot so i'm like yeah well, okay yeah new world is coming <laughs> out and that might be shit too so who knows <laughs> I've been just going back and like playing games that um, I've wanted to play in the past, mm -hmm. but never got that have good reviews. Like, I'm wondering if I should like get Red Dead Redemption 2 or something. You Ooh. know, like, I'm just like, yeah, arguably the best open world game to date. Yeah, I beat the first one to 100% twice. So I if I find a 
game that I really love, I'll I'll play it multiple times. So like yeah. uh, Rise of Zero Dawn, I've beat to 100% twice. Um, Witcher 3? The f- oh my gosh. Yes. Best game. Yeah. Best game. Yeah, everybody um, agrees. Everybody we have on yeah. the podcast, every single which is, person Which agrees. is why I think everyone was so disappointed with Cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. Thank you I mean, for you, saying that. Yes. You just expect so much uh, after that, and it was so disappointing yeah so um yeah speaking of the forest uh where uh we're playing it again uh me and biggie um are playing that again and i've beaten it three times he's beat it twice but we're playing it again because it's a good game right um you know we've we've dabbled in a couple of different games i mean we played i started playing sea of thieves a little bit here and there which okay. is fun it's a nice little chill game Zion, you, um, you download you have that too right sea of thieves me? yeah you yeah i have sea of thieves i've been playing a little bit here and there i haven't played since the new content update but okay yeah i haven't played since then either but you know we've got i got that i mean just trying to find things to fill in when apex gets to be too much for me yeah yeah i, I enjoy um, the ship to ship combat and not even so much more so like broadsides lining up uh, we have our friend Travada that does. She's part of Status Effect and Sea Champions and all that. But right, uh, I had her hyped as hell because I got on and she taught me the Aya Reach, the sniper in that game, and it's got like a broken bottle for the scope, and you have the oh, wow. the gap between the two cracks of glass as your like reticle. And my first night on, I wasn't streaming, and I was so mad because I literally jumped out of my seat. I did a shot from one ship to another and sniped the guy off the opposing wheel. Nice, oh dude. Yeah, that's so, nice. they did such a great job with that game. Just, they, they did. I so beautiful. I never really played it, but I watched Summit play it a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's a, the, it's a huge change of pace if you're going from yes. an Apex or a COD. Yes, it yeah. and it's so chill. And it like I personally love the ocean. So like I I would turn on Summit and then like go to sleep while he was like tucked somewhere because it's just the ocean i'll be like oh it's so peaceful yeah it's so nice <laughs> and they nailed it they nailed the water yeah. mechanics they nailed the mm-hmm. boat mechanics they yeah i i don't know some reason it's one of those games that i enjoy watching but i don't really enjoy playing it that much i don't think i like the pacing of it but the game itself yeah. is i mean i i watch yeah. travada all the time it was like ah she's like getting a chest it's just like it's so simple in theory it's like we're gonna go to this island we're gonna get a chest we're gonna kill some skeletons. We're gonna get back on the boat, and we're gonna go turn the the turn chest it in. in. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. what we're doing. That's it. So what we're we doing today? We're doing that exact thing, and then yeah. the the random encounters of like the Kraken and the Megalodon, all that other stuff that's coming to get you is mm-hmm. always fun to watch too. Yeah, yeah unless you play with someone like Strider who goes out and just tries to destroy every pirate, ship murder on the, everybody, on the water. Yeah, that's what Travada's <laughs> at. She's she's got like forty million gold. She's got the most like the most costing. It was like $3 million masthead. Uh, it's literally a meme. It's from like their sketch design. It looks like two Roblox figureheads. Oh my <laughs> and, gosh. Uh, but she literally should just run around and throw a flag up. And it, she's been grinding. The 28th, they released a new like season pass system for season one, the first they've ever done. She's already at level 86 out of 100 in two days, gosh. three days. Jeez. I mean, yeah. it was fun, and we got stuck playing it for hours without realizing it had been hours. I like turned off my stream and was like, "Okay, let's just try this and see what how it plays." And I, we played it for like eight hours, so I played yeah. it for like eight hours off stream because I didn't I didn't realize eight hours had gone by. You know, there's certain games like that that um 
you know pacing wise you just don't realize like that's how it is with the forest i'll i'll be like cutting down fucking trees for like two hours right and i have no idea that two hours have gone by i'm the you know? same way i like grindy yeah. games for me so i don't yeah. I, I just sit there and i'll listen to a video or something and just grind i, I come from a background of uh first person shooters and mmos mm -hmm. so i'm yeah. used to the grind like i'm just this is right. part of it dude um and they were asking have you ever played genshin impact I haven't played it, but I've watched a lot of people play it. Um, I've thought about getting it. Another beautiful game. Uh, Zion, really nice. Zion's got a nice face for a reason because he got screwed in Genshin Impact pretty hard. Oh no. Yeah, so I wailed on Genshin. Uh, like, I dropped the wailed, amount of wailed. money I don't want to mention for characters. Leading into the 1.1 update, I had every five star but one, and I had almost everybody at level 60 or 70 that i could and uh yeah our our resident genshin guys he invoked yeah he, part of his server is he has a bunch of different mobile games arc knights genshin there's some people that play azure lane um but i was a big dumb and when i a set up my dumb. account i only did it off username <laughs> oh no instead of verifying through facebook or twitter or email so i lost my password and because I don't have anything to double verify, I had to send Mihoyo an email and I sent multiple. I sent one that was just account recovery with like this spreadsheet of info and pictures proving that this is my account. There's even a clip of me playing with Yin from a while, like hitting a cryo registvine or something. And, or maybe it's one of the cubes, but uh, that one didn't get a response. I sent a second one later and it got a response but i'm at the point where i'm like do i even want to get my account back i've got apex and cod and so many other different games that i'm right. playing that I'm, i don't know if i want to time sync into it again yeah so i we're actually getting close to the end of the podcast believe it or not it's already i told it's a time loop you get in here yeah. and it's like gone dude it just it's goes like, yeah yeah it just goes um i uh, this is probably the first person i'll ask this question to i don't know if we've asked before but is there what do you do personally to to what's the best way to do this? Combat burnout. Do you do you have games that you get burnt out on that you just like what do you do as a gamer? Uh especially when you're juggling, you know, gaming in life. Like how do you find that balance for yourself? Um I will say burnout on a game is very real. Um I'm pretty lucky in the fact that I've got a bunch of different games I can play slash fall back onto um i i love multiplayer games um i like the community it brings and things like that so even if i'm not necessarily having the best time on a specific game i know that if i play with certain people then mm. i don't care nearly as much but if if that were if it were to get that bad ever um just knowing that it's okay to take a break Yes, is fine because I think that people get worried um, that they hit that burnout and then they lose everything they've been working towards. And I know I've had that discussion um, with people before when I was like, I have no desire to turn on my stream. Yes. Um, and it's like, do you force yourself to get on and do it even yeah. though you're miserable? Right. And so I think um, one of the people I talked the most about it with was um, Hit or Alyssa. Um, she and I had a long conversation about it and she was like, you know what, if you gotta take a break, you gotta take a break because in the yeah. end, you know, your mental health side of things is way more important than 
you know, any of the other stuff, right? Oh, 100%. So, you know, I, before I wasn't, I, I really wasn't taking breaks. Um, I, I think I streamed every day in October, November, didn't take a day off till the day before New Year's Ooh. Eve. Ooh. So I streamed every day for three months. Streaming. Um, and then I was talking to Bam not too long ago, and he was like, you know, you, you just got to schedule a day off. Yeah. There's got to be a day you have to take off um, because there is other things that need to be done. I mean, I was doing all this stuff and putting out content on, you know, other platforms and stuff at the same time, and it was just becoming too much. So Sundays is the day off. I mean, if I really was just like, I want to stream, then I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but I think people have this fear is like you, you know, I hit a ton of growth in um, November, December time. Um, it was right after we did our um, Zombies World Record run. Right. Uh, okay. That was uh, that was big dope. Boost. Yeah, it was I it was miserable because we sat there and did the same thing over and over again for 19 hours. Right. Like that, that part of it was miserable. But, um, you know, the the whole the growth that uh i got off of it and i know strider got uh some massive growth off of it um just kind of like catapulted me into this like oh we're gonna we're gonna grind we're right gonna, we're right. gonna stream every day you know i was hitting i mean my average uh stream time in like november december was like eight hours Oof. so i'm working full-time streaming eight hours every day and doing stuff for the org and that's when that burnout really hit and i was yeah. like you know what you're right there you have to take time for yourself because that's important too like if you just go and go and go and go eventually it will hit that it's too much right yeah and just being conscious of the fact that you have to be ready for something like that to potentially yeah. happen and just knowing that it's okay to take take some time for yourself oh absolutely i think that's it's natural you have to that's mm -hmm. it with anything if you're running a business if you're just working like even if you get you burn out at work you just gotta take a day here and there just yeah exactly chill out you know do your thing um exactly have you that's interesting that you brought up something you've been grinding quite a bit and working mm -hmm. towards that do you I, do you think that you're going to keep continue streaming or how do you feel about it now you've been doing it for now what four months five months um we are at i think i just hit four but you just had your sub anniversary was it seven or was it eight seven or eight somewhere summer summertime last year yeah. seven seven ish okay. seven ish i think um yeah so seven yeah, yeah seven just had seven yeah so do you feel like so. that's gonna continue how are you liking it like what do you think yeah i mean i love it um i love my community yeah you know i never really expected it number one i never really expected it to grow as quickly as it did mm -hmm. um you know when four and i had talked about it you know it was just like a hey i'm gaming every day i stream on fridays as it is like right. why not you know see where it goes yeah so honestly i wasn't expecting this kind of growth um just because to be honest i haven't been putting out a ton of content on other platforms or any of that kind of stuff because mm. i was um you know really focused on the org and then focused on my my other job and so this was kind of like a more of a hobby than anything 
So um, I think that it's definitely something I love doing um, and will probably continue doing it. Well, it's not really my main focus. Right. Yeah, um, I've, something you can do. Yeah, I've yeah. talked before about it. It's like if I really wanted to do it and I really put in the effort towards it, I, I think it could grow for sure and I could, you know, reach some pretty big goals. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied currently yeah. where I am. So, um, again, yeah, I could see it continue doing it. But, you know, my main focus being, you know, work and then Osiris uh, is mainly where my focus is right I mean, now. Well, you guys are killing it so far in Osiris. You just, I mean, it's, it's been crazy to see just the amount of people that come in, the different types of personalities all coming together mm -hmm. for a single goal, but you guys having your shit together. That's a breath of fresh air. It is. Yeah. It's a, it, I mean, coming from other organizations and things like that, like it's a huge breath of fresh air that you guys are, have your stuff. I mean, you have your shit together, which is like, yeah. you can't go wrong, man. It's so nice. It's so yeah. nice. And again, like, I, Four and I were very, very intentional about how we set things up. So it's um, it's good to hear because, uh, you know, we, we were concerned, I think, that we didn't want to be like everyone else. Right. You know, we didn't want to be like a, like, again, like a COD clan, which there's nothing wrong with. Obviously, that's how FaZe started, right? Yeah. There's sure. nothing wrong with it. But uh, we were we were really, we really wanted it to be, we all support each other. We all grow together. We all find success together. Yeah. Um, that's how I run my own business now. And, you know, that's how I really wanted. And I know Forbet really wanted to make sure that we kept that core belief of, you know, taking care of each other before we take care of ourselves kind of yeah. situation. That's actually a Marine Corps principle because it's like, I believe it or just, just a gen general military principle is it's, you know, you, you lift each other up and you police your own, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's exactly. just how it goes. It's just part of it. You know, you, you're all, you do good as a unit together. And then right. if someone's fucking up, you police your own and then it just gets handled in house and you, you move on and you grow and then you tackle one challenge and then there's another challenge and you just everybody focuses and just fire from there. That's good. I right. mean, it's good to see because it's not applied to a lot of gaming organizations. You know, a lot of right. gaming organizations that I know, like smaller ones, right, are just focused on, hey, welcome to the Discord. Come hop into my channel once in a while. You know, see you. Yeah, follow yeah, me. Exactly. Give it's me just subs. Like, there's no goal. There's no right. there's no end point. There's no growth perspective. There's no management style. There's you know, there's none of that. It's just like a vague idea of what it is. So I feel like today we've been able to like really get a better sense of what you know you and Mr. Forbet have built, where you want to go with things. Uh, and of course we'll get Mr. Forbet in here eventually so that he can yeah, yeah, yeah. come talk. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to schedule a day around his new work schedule. We'll get him to come on and do a late night one or something. Well, I'll stay up yeah. late for you, Mr. Forbet. I got your back, bro. I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> Zion's over on the West Coast, so he'll, my late is his like, you know, dinner time or something. Exactly. You you ending streams my 7 p.m. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll figure it out for sure. Is there anything that we missed that you really want to talk about before you, we, we end it? I don't think so. 
How about some sage advice? You got some sage advice for other aspiring streamers that want to maybe get into the organization? Oh, man. I mean, I think, you know, really having kind of like what we talked about earlier, just to touch on it again, really having an idea of what you want. Um, you know, I think we find a lot of streamers come into, you know, streaming without any real idea of which is fine not knowing how to reach a goal or anything like that but not really knowing what they want they're like oh, i'm just going to turn on the stream and where it goes is where it goes right i think it's very important again to to really have an idea of you know your projected future whether it's a one year two years five years ten years you know um just really having an idea of what you want um because you'll you'll never go anywhere if you don't have a destination in mind right right That's so good advice just, just knowing that you might not know how to get there right so you might have an idea of something that you want but if you don't have a plan to get there which is where i like to think that me and forbet you know work really hard to make sure you come up with that roadmap to success I think that's I think that's important and um you know that's what an org really should be doing for you as a creator um so I think just you know really knowing what you want and knowing that nothing's nothing's impossible there's always a way to get there it's just scaling it down and figuring out how to get there yeah man that's good. if I had a clap button I'd press it that's <laughs> the clap button sign right there get the yeet give him the yeet it's dead. I gotta get out of here. No, no, missed an opportunity. No, I got a bro. Here we go. Bruh. Bruh. All right. Um, cool, man. Well, it's been two hours. It Hell yeah. flew by like that. Where can oh, people yeah, find sure you? Is. Where can people follow you, see you, and check you out? Where um, well, I would say I'm on Twitch every evening, usually around 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. It's me, two underscores, Panda. Twitter. Don't the two. Twitter is three underscores because yep. for some reason it won't let me have two. Uh, that's the easiest place to find me. Okay, so Twitter and, and Twitch. And I will also make sure, of course, when we post this on Spotify and YouTube that we'll we'll go ahead and post it and we'll let you know like where everybody's yeah, at. Yeah. So we'll mark you okay. in. Zion, where can they find you, man? Twitch.tv slash Zion Yeet and Twitter Zion Yeet. Other than that, I'm, I haven't really been much on Instagram at all and I haven't... I keep Facebook personal just for family stuff. Right. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is Level Day F. You can find me uh, pretty much everywhere, but more, most importantly, twitch.tv. Oh, Lord. And look at Lilo and Ace coming here with the love again. Uh, come find me on twitch.tv forward slash Level Day F or just check me out. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And of course, follow this uh, podcast. We have Less Than Average Podcast. Uh, our main platform is Spotify. We also post our episodes on YouTube. And of course, if you're watching this, you already freaking know that. So make sure to come listen, though, if you ever uh, work or get bored and you want to have a long drive. We have a this is our 20 po 20th podcast, dude. That's crazy. So make sure, please, please, please do all that. Oh, Lord, here they come in here with the bets. Oh, God, we're getting bombarded again. Or thank you for the subs, dude. Thank you for everybody. Huh? Ms. Death caught one and Miss Forever caught yeah. one. <laughs> subscribe. Nice. Bud Case and Miss Forever, welcome back. Did you just start a hype train? Okay, now we can't yeah. end. Now we can't end, dude. Like, we're gonna end. Hype train. You guys are crazy, man. Well, 
Well, we were gonna end, but now I guess I have to do a dance or something. Should I put the helmet on? I don't know if I need to put the helmet on. has just subscribed. Oh, oh Jesus. God, Jesus! Here we go. I hit one fifty. Now I hit one sixty. <laughs> oh my God! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! You guys are insane. Right, I'll put the helmet on for this. Okay. So we haven't. I've never put the helmet on for the for the podcast, but yeah. Zion, you want to tell the story about the helmet? Seth FPS has uh, just subscribed. I, I mean, there's not really much of a story to it. Ace has got a helmet collection, and the last time you were over at their place when you guys did that big stream setup and tried to play Apex, or you got them doing stuff, you were streaming Halo and they were playing Apex. And, uh, everybody wow. was having shenanigans. You were like, man, I need to get a chief helmet someday. And I was like, hmm. Yep. And hmm. after that, that was that. You know, just... I shipped it to Ace that Ninja Mode, and then Ace delivered after god it took what almost a month yep yeah because it was like hey let's did you get your package yet did you get your package yet did you get your package did you get your package Mr. yeah literally every day and i was like i'm yeah. going over there i swear i'm going over okay yeah i'm going and then he gets it and yeah the and culmination the... of like uh i looked it at it um miles beyond gaming has i've been subbed for 16 months now so yeah. Probably a little bit more than that, maybe another month before, but it's been a good time. My ultimate goal is to I am Cryptics has just subscribed. I either want I either want to do like a uh full Master Chief like like this, like built out like this, or I want to do a stream where I do like a Rocket 3D GG print over top, like the VTubers type stuff, and do a 3D one as Master Chief. Like my goal, one of my goals for 2021 is to either have one of those two things by time. Halo Infinite and comes out, so I can stream the first subscribe. time I play that game will be as Master Chief, which would be, be like, awesome. oh, that'd be so dope. That'd be so dope. You guys are wild people. We get another. Bruno right. Sahara has just. Let me talk about Lilo and Ace real quick because I've known I've known Ace for ten years now. It's been ten years. Lilo, Ace, have I known you for ten years, dude? I knew him when he was in the Marine Corps. He was subscribe. He was in my unit. I actually I knew him before I knew him uh, when he left he we were going to boot camp he was in my boot camp platoon and then he was in my unit afterwards so he was there for my entire career so I've known him forever dude which is crazy 2008 2008 oh wow. my god we've known each other forever years. dude oh my god I've known each other forever it's insane man um. Oh my gosh, lots of redemptions. What are these? All right, so uh, all right. those are actually muted for the podcast. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, well, I'll I know it's sucks. if not they yeah, if if not you want to show I'll show you what these are. I can turn it on real quick. Hold on. I'll show this on. You guys are going to say we got another 100% hype train. You guys are just nuts. You guys are just nuts. There's no way around it. So one thing I do for my stream, because I try to be as entertaining as I possibly can. Spade has just subscribed. Oh my god, you broke my, Spade my thing again. Spade was two in 2008. That's oh funny. my god. Um, what? Oh my This goodness. is why. You guys You guys are insane. What are you Means guys doing right now? Stop it. Life has just Stop subscribed. breaking my stuff. They, they came into... Oh, I have a stream the other day with my sister. Or excuse me, my wife that came in. I was going to say, that would be awkward. That would be awkward. No, my wife and she did. She finally sat like here and did a stream with me, and she came on. We hit almost a two thousand percent hype train. Two thousand. That's amazing. It's insane. I will tell you. Speaking of Lilo and Ace, they helped me get to a what two thousand, four thousand percent hype train once. Jesus. Those Lilo and two. Ace. Those two are 
some of the most, you know, amazing, humble, giving, generous people that I know. And I am so grateful to know. Dude, seriously, these guys are insane. You guys are insane. Yeah. Okay, so let me show you. I have them. I have them pulled up here. So I made. Do you know what a Leoran board is? Mm -mm. Okay, so there's a there's a thing that you can do with OBS when you're streaming, and it's called Leoran board. And you can create. It's kind of think about it like a uh, a programmable tool that you can use to program any action that you want to happen on stream. Um, and so I basically just I took my entire stream from Streamlabs and ported it over to to just OBS. And, when and every I did, meme we've had in the duration of his stream is pretty much in his redemptions now. Everything. Wow, okay. So if you wanted nice. to, like, for example, when you do your redemptions for these channel points, like, you can do stuff like, do it. Uh, I don't even have it added here. Crap, I turned I turned everything off. Uh, here. Let's Our see. Has but it's, there you go. Palpatine, do it. It's, yes, uh, we got, I have a lot of these things. I mean, I have a voice changer. I mean, I've added just a bunch. I'm going to continue to keep trying to add stuff, but... I have stuff like this. Now you have Thug Life over your head right now playing. So, <laughs> but you can make your own. You can make your own stuff, and then you can you can uh, program it however you want. Like however, you, so it's pretty crazy. And so I'm trying to get Lilo and Asa. I'm gonna like go over there and program it for them. Like I got your back, bro. Here you go. Just okay, put the stuff. Should we break the stream with emotes only? I don't think you. No, I don't think I have that yet. I don't have that in, set up on the screen, bud. I don't have no, it set up. No, he just means that they could spam emotes only rather than just yeah. typing. No, we're good. We don't need to do that. <laughs> we don't need to do that. Um. All right. Do we finish the train? You guys are insane! Oh my god! Dude, we need the dance time. Also, you want to see the dance time? Okay, I got the dance time. For anybody who's just listening at home, I have no idea if I'm going to edit this part out or not, but you guys should definitely go watch the video because we just got a freaking hundred and what was that percent? 45 percent? 148. 148 percent, which is insane. All right, here's the dance one. The cheeky oh dance. <laughs> <laughs> you can add all this stuff. I haven't made one where it uh, changes my voice and then you can also do one where this is the one. I play this and it makes you wear the helmet. This Master Chief, he pops out of the screen. And then there he is. And then it makes you wear the helmet. So there's all these kind of channel points that you can do, but everyone's favorite is like the welcome because they do that so one. When you wrap up, do we want to raid? Oh, we're going to raid. Who are we raiding? Who's live right now Zombified's on Osiris Gaming? on, Namus is on, Miss Forever's on. Let's find it. Is anybody from Osiris on right now? Yeah, Miss Forever. Miss Forever? Yeah. Oh, Miss Forever's going to get it. Miss Forever's gonna get it. Let's go. Shroud raid. Yeah, we're yeah, not gonna yeah. raid Shroud. Right, get out so of here. We're gonna spam. What are we gonna spam? We're gonna yeah. spam. We'll be spamming to Miss Forever. Uh, we're gonna spam. We're gonna spam this one. We're gonna spam the level four what? Alright, good. Yes. Okay. Miss. She's got the one underscores. One underscore each, right? I wanna make sure I'm spilling yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got it. Okay, here we go. Miss Forever's about to get it. Alright, guys. Go in there like crazy. Uh, Panda, thank you for being on. Appreciate course, you. Thank you for having some fun. Thanks for coming to hang out a bit. Um, we'll get Mr. Forbet on here eventually. Maybe both of you together next time. We can really talk. And maybe we'll talk after the uh, oh, the God, first tournament. <laughs> oh, that works. To do it like that. Do it like that. That's perfect. I'm stealing oh, that. Goodness, like... I'm stealing that for sure. There we go. <clears throat> this yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. There we go. I fixed That's it. Perfect. There we it's go. Perfect. 
It's perfect, just like that. There we go. All right, we're gonna go in there just like that. Okay, you guys ready? Let's do this. Three, two, one. Get up in there. <laughs> 